And welcome to the Anime Podcast. I am your host today, Gary, and I won't give you my last name because you won't pronounce it properly or forget it. Um, I'm here as a host because Ben is, again, feeling under the weather today uh, from his trip to Vegas. We don't know what happened there. Chris won't tell us because he met him, but he seems to be going through the same thing. What happens uh, there stays there, right? Indeed it does. Apparently There we go. There we go. But... Everybody's here except for Klaus, unfortunately. He can't make it. Uh, but the rest of us are here. The crew is back, baby. Yeah. And the crew comes back with Chris's two-year absence of talking to us. Oh Chris. <laughs> Up to two years now. <laughs> it went from six months to two years. <laughs> well, you, you may, well, you were making your turkey in the kitchen, your leftover set, uh, plate for dinner, Tim. Uh, Gary, Gary up the ante a year, so and now we're up to two years. Just oh wow, he wastes no time. No, he he does not. He gets right into it. it? Uh, hey, that's that's how it feels to me sometimes when oh I get God. ignored all the time. But Chris is here. Chris, yes. How was how was your time away from the podcast? Um, it, it was it was terrible, awful, and I've been itching to get back because I love you all and miss you all. And you've been and, itching because and, you went to Vegas. And I've been itching because I went to Vegas <laughs> and, uh, and met Ben. The two Jealous. I don't think are related. I don't oh, think. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give everybody the wrong ideas here. Or, or the, the right, right ideas. ideas. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> How has your anime time been? My anime time has been excellent. On some ends, and mediocre on others. The excellent being the uh, anime of the week, which we will get to. Uh, mediocre being that's all I've watched this week. So, I, I, I aside from colorful commentary, as always, I won't be able to tell you what happened on the uh, season finale of Attack on Titan, or the new fairy tale episodes, or this new week's episode of Boruto, or anything new in the Dragon Ball. Uh, so that's where I'm at. It's a good thing you're not the only one talking today. It is a very good thing. <laughs> uh, we're also joined by the always entertaining Timothy Noons. You're lying. I'm not always entertaining. Uh, you are when you're being abused, so continue. Oh, there it is. <laughs> How is Hi. Tim? Abused, so entertaining. Yeah, baby. Doesn't it feel good? No. Your self-esteem just goes <laughs> down the drain, and you're just like, oh. Oh, it's great! Is it? It's only up from here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You never get better until you feel the worst. That's the only position we want you in—is in the up position. Ah, I, wait, what? <laughs> how? You it? <laughs> how has your anime time been? Okay, it's just okay. Yeah, the long and short of it is okay. Uh, I, I think Tim is going through what I'm going through, and that's kind of uh, anime withdrawal, or not withdrawal. What's the word I'm looking for? Burnout. Oversaturation? Burnout. I th Tim and I are, are getting kind of burnout on anime recently, so it's a lot harder to watch stuff. Um, or pay too much attention to it. I guess Do what now? Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see. I, yes, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho... We're also joined by the master of disguise and the softest hands on the planet, mm. Benjamin. Yes. Hello. How was chilly today? Uh, uh, a lot better than I've been. Yeah. Vegas was fun. 
Yeah, guess Chris called? tells us, or he, <laughs> he he lies to us and tells us opposite things that happen. <laughs> I, I I haven't said anything wrong. Been honest. That's all I ever did. Chili may have partaken some edibles while he was there. Yeah, he did, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that explains the night in the hotel room that Chris won't talk about. <laughs> oh, I, 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 uh, yeah, I, I, Ben and I had a nice little conversation about that, and, uh, and, uh, he, he, we saw a side of each other that we yeah. were completely unaware was there, and now we've bonded. Yeah. The backside? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. About I want to tell you. I do want to tell you. I did see Ben's butt, and it was fantastic. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you oh know what God. it was, too, yeah. don't you? Yeah. This is my life. Everyone else gets to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, FanFest is in two years. Oh, my God. We're, we, we're all... We're, I'm going to make sure we all can get together and have a, have a gay old... Just like the Flintstones. What? A strong emphasis on gay. Then, yeah. how has been your anime times? Well, I didn't get to watch the Seven Deadly Sins. It's called, cool, isn't it? Yes. Uh, didn't get to see that, but I did watch some uh, Boruto. Oh snap! It's been a while since we talked about the yeah. Ultimate Ninja Storm. Ah. Uh... <laughs> Don't remind me of those amazing games, okay? I miss Ultimate Ninja Storm. Oh, those were good games, man. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I'm not a fan of Naruto that much, but those games were very good games. Oh my god, uh, what was the one that the the guys from a, the, did Asura's Wrath did? It was like Ultimate Ninja Storm three. They did all of them. Well, well, there were, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Cyber Connect two. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I was really impressed with. I think it was. I think it was three because that was the one that just went. Yeah. Like super, like Asura's Wrath, like the battle with uh, Orochimaru yeah. that uh, you got to play in the demo, like sold me on it, and yeah, it was four got even wor- even crazier. Mm. Um, in fact, that I, that was um, although I wasn't able to carry, cover this myself, but there's actually some issues with the Bruto Tenuro Tsunobi Striker this week. Basically, they Uh-oh. did their um, they did their biggest ever like event. And they um, had the third Hikage, oh, uh, three of the Hikages playable. Um, but as soon as the Hikages went playable, the servers completely crashed and they were down for an entire week. No. So, yeah. what, what the hell? <laughs> I know. That's what you get for naming your game that sounds like a soccer game. <laughs> Naruto to Bruto, <laughs> Shinobi Striker. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like, like a sports a game. game. <laughs> yeah. But Ben, you yeah. have... Some Dragon Balls to talk about. Okay. Uh, Tell us about the Dragon Balls. There's been some interviews with the voice actors of the Dragon Ball Broly Super movie. I won't mention them all. Um, in fact, I've only really seen a little bit about the Goku interview. Um, Is uh, that for the English cast or the Japanese the cast? The Japanese cast. Okay. Um, the bit that struck to me was the fact that she found it funny that the um, Goku Black is considered a sex symbol over there now. I can see it. He's sexy Goku. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's Goku Goku as a bad boy. I mean, what woman doesn't want that? Well, the Goku we have has no idea how to kiss a woman. So how he managed to birth... Yeah, he has zero sex appeal whatsoever. (laughs) How he managed to birth two children, I'll never know. Um, I have theory. 
I, yeah, I have theories. <laughs> does your theory involve a turkey baster in a mouse trap like mine does? No. I mean, let's face it. Goku sleeps like a rock after he eats. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder uh, Chichi feeds him so much. Emphasis on rock. You know, I wonder if he yells, "Freeze!" Beerus <laughs> out while she's on top of him, and just like gets jealous because Goku's dreaming about fighting powerful people. Okay, here it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so satisfying every time I get one. I, th- okay. oh, sir, may I have another? Does, well, please oh! continue, Ben. <laughs> when does, well, if Goku goes Super Saiyan during it, does the nerve go yellow too? I like to think so. <laughs> oh my god! And spiky. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I have seen all the short and curlies seen... just straighten out. <laughs> Unless I've seen enough porn to confirm this. Rule thirty-four. To I, I really yes. just hope he, he doesn't go Super Saiyan free though. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. No, when they go when he goes Super Saiyan 4 is when I get it. Oh my god. He gets a tail on everything just for you. Yep, yep, he gets extra fur. Now that's what I'm talking about. Hey, that's where Chris is on board. He uses that tail of DP up in here. Oh, why, why do you think I love Frieza so much? Frieza's got six toes and a big strong tail. You know I'm all up on board that. Oh my god, this just went off the rails. Ben, please continue with the dragon. I need ball. an adult. <laughs> I am an adult. I am an adult. <laughs> so Goku Black is a sex symbol. Please continue. Yeah. Should, yeah, should you do like hentai voiceovers now? For Goku? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go over to the Xenoverse 2 news, basically. Uh, they okay. confirmed that the Tournament of Power stage is coming to Xenoverse 2 and DLC 8. Um, Woohoo, Battle Royal confirmed for Xenoverse. Um, but... <laughs> The Zenos will actually interact with you in the tournament, in the uh, in the oh, fight. Uh, both well, the Zenos cool. will be doing stuff. We don't know what it is exactly, but they said that both Zenos will in- interact dur- during the battles in the arena. Uh, and they also confirmed the Broly character from the movie as playable. Yep. So I saw that. I saw that. Yep. Should be exciting stuff. Amazing how they're still supporting that game for all I this know. time. It's, it's, That's some dedication, man. People complain about the the DLC costing money. I'm like, look how how long it's been around. Look, yeah. look all the well, new it's, been, stuff. it's been almost three years since the game came out, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they're still supporting that game with new stuff. Good on them. Yeah. Game as a service, working. Woohoo! So, no, I would like a universe um, free, really. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll come on the PS3 or something. PS3? PS5, sorry. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's in development that you just can't talk about it. Because yeah. I just want it to be... I want them to expand the hub world more. I like the hub, especially... Um, I like I like the hub world, especially when the freezer invasions happen. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but... Um, I think I've told it before, where Freezer's army starts attacking the online hub with other players, and then you got to you defend have. it. So, uh, so yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, we should mention that the spoilers have leaked for the Broadway movie. Yeah, and unfortunately, there there was a screening in Japan, yeah. and apparently they didn't have to sign an NDA, so they can talk about it all they want. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, you've you've read the spoilers. Tim has read the spoilers. I have not. I want to know, even though I'm pretty sure it'll still get spoiled for me. Unfortunately, I, I'm just staying away from the internet entirely. Yeah. Until I can see it. So I'm hoping it comes out in January though, because I want to do it as my birthday present for myself. Yeah. Um, should we talk about uh, the leaks uh, after the Brawley movie that have come out and what's I'd happening? I'd say that's fair because the manga is actually skipping the Brawley movie. Is it now? Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. So uh, the next uh, saga, I guess, is happening um, very soon in the manga, yeah. and it's going to focus on Boo, which is something I said they're probably going to do after the Tournament of Power a very long time ago, back when this was the Dragon Ball. Um. So yeah, it it's focusing on Boo and uh, the Galactic Patrol, actually. So yep. um, we find out that the Galactic Patrol has come to Earth to pretty much arrest Majin Boo, who's still asleep after the Tournament of Power. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's still sleeping away. Um, Hercule tries to stop them. He's not able to. So Goku and Vegeta show up to try and find out what's going on. Yeah. The Galactic Patrolmen pretty much knock them out. Uh, with some special weapons, so they both get knocked out completely. Um, they wake, Boo is gone, he's been tested, and we find out that the reason Boo has been taken is because a criminal has escaped custody of the Galactic Patrolman, yeah. and the only person who knows how to stop this villain and capture him is the old Kai that Boo absorbed. Big fat Kai, I don't remember his name. Daishin, I think it was. Okay, yeah, there you go. Back in a very long time, we found out, you know, through Boo's backstory in at the end of the Z saga, the Boo saga, how he came to be and be had like that. Boo is the only thing that's keeping Majin Boo good. Yeah. Um, otherwise, he'll just turn into Kid Boo and go on a killing ramp again. Um, but if they take that Boo out of him, then he will pretty much obviously be reduced to Kid Boo again and just killing machine. Um, but they have to extract this Boo or this Kai from him, from Majin Boo, in order to find out how to capture and arrest this galactic criminal, or have this Kai help them doing so. Um, that's essentially what the leak has been. Uh, in the synopsis of that leak, uh, I believe they've also released an image of galactic villain, and I'm not that impressed with this image. Uh, he just looks like a wolf man. Like a uh, danger triangle character. <laughs> what if he is Fair the Wolfman? It, it, he has waited until the original Dragon Ball to get his revenge. Oh, sorry, Man Wolf. <laughs> Not Wolf Man Wolf. Yeah, he pretty much he pretty much looks like one of the characters from the the, the Triangle Danger Wolf guys. Yeah. Trio Trio de Dangers. Yes, Ber- Trio de Dangers. Bergamo the Crusher, Basil the Kicker, and uh, Lavender the Poisoner. I think. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see where this goes. It's interesting to see how powerful this character is. Um, we also learned, Ben. This is what you told me, and this is something I didn't know. Um, we found out in the universe of the Dragon Ball universe, I should say, that if you are killed by a demon, that angels cannot bring you back. Like beer, like Whis brought back Frieza was yeah. okay because he wasn't killed by a demon. He was killed by Goku. But if you are killed by a demon, then you cannot be brought back by angels. Yep, you're dead permanently. Unless you've got the Dragon Balls. Yeah, which apparently doesn't matter. Dragon Balls are more... There you go. 
Um. So yeah, yeah, that's where we're heading. I I hope they do an anime. I do. I different movie, but we'll see what happens. Oh, the anime will cut. Will happen. I'm sure of it. I yeah. I just hope it doesn't happen the same way. Heroes. No, it'll continue like <laughs> super. Oh, by the yeah, way, we talk about heroes. Oh no. Um. Dragon Ball Heroes for the Switch was announced a while back. Well, it looks like it's pretty much confirmed for a global release. So, Oh, nice. Uh, we'll finally get a chance to do Dragon Ball Heroes in global. Um, so, yeah, which, to be fair, though, it looks like it could be... I, I've always looked forward to trying it, so... But it won't be the same because the cards are cool. So... Mm. I wonder how it will work on Switch. Is it just going to be like a regular game? Is it going to be a, yeah, a gimmick a game where you have to use cards and no, like scan it game. Nice. Um, I'm excited then. Yeah, because there was a load of 3DS games that they never released here. So Yeah, this is true. This is true. But alrighty. That's Dragon Ball then, huh? Yeah. Um, Shall we go? Oh, I didn't ask uh, what everybody thought of this new storyline going into Super. Chris, what do you think? Uh, it sounds interesting. Um, it's always nice to learn more about the universe as a whole, uh, and you know things like that about their past. I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to retcon uh, things together because it sounds sounds like that's kind of what they might have to do here. I don't know. Uh, I, I just I, I have faith in them right now. They they've been on the right track, so I'm excited for whatever they do. Uh, as far as this new storyline, hey, anything with more boo, I'm also okay with. <laughs> it's yeah. boo! It's boo! <laughs> well, not the fact that they're killing boo off. No, it's not confirmed that they're going to get the Kai out of it. I don't know. Maybe boo will figure out a way to capture this criminal. Oh, that'd be cool. We just don't know. Tim, because, what about you? Because boo's strong! <laughs> what? Yeah, I'd be into it. There's a lot... I don't actually know how to answer this question just because, um, as you know, I haven't finished the Boo Saga. So my knowledge, I, I mean, my knowledge is based on, like, secondhand stuff as well as whatever I got in Super. So, I mean, it's... I'll be okay with it because the Boos themselves... The Boo, the concept of Boo himself is not... Um, bad what am i that's not the right way to say it like I, I like boo quite a bit like he's a super silly character but he's interesting and i made, I think he made a really good villain uh but i think he also makes like a really interesting like wild card ally so i like yeah. to see what they would do with them yeah i agree. I mean he's super powerful yeah he really is it's just sad that we haven't really seen just how powerful he can be like we saw him in that exhibition match against uh one of the danger of the triangles um and clearly, like, the attacks that he experienced didn't phase him. He laughed them all off, which is what he does. <laughs> His regenerative powers are unmatched. Um, yeah. He's definitely a character that is a super wild card. And I, I, like Ben, I was sad to see him drop from the Tournament of Power. But as a storyline as a whole, I felt like it made sense. Because Boo can't really control himself. And if Hercule's not there... He can potentially just murder everybody. Yeah, <laughs> like he can just turn people into candy and eat them and disqualify. And that—that's pretty much the end of it. 
Not ju- yeah, um, not just that, but it'd be very hard to get rid of Boo in a tournament when yeah. he's, he's got pretty much unlimited stamina. No, that too. I know he falls and asleep, he... but you know that's. And, and, and chances are he'd probably attack the angels and the kais and the bystanders yeah. because he's he's a child. He doesn't understand that he can do these things. So, um, yeah, I mean, her, I, I've always said Hercules should turn power as the last survivor, but you know, <laughs> oh my god, my... <laughs> oh, that would have been awful. <laughs> the best. Come on, dude. He's the hero of Earth. Yeah. Hero of the universe. <laughs> there you go. We already had a character like that, though the the big nipple wonder, whatever his name Monica. was. Well, let's oh face God. it, Monaka. Yeah. Come on, if it wasn't for Hercule, if it wasn't for Hercule, Gohan never would would have gone Super Saiyan too. Yeah. If it wasn't for Hercule, Goku would never have enough power for the spirit bomb, and Boo would have killed them all. So, yeah, Hercule's the man, dude. If it wasn't for Hercule, Boo wouldn't have. Well, be be the lovable boo that. Yeah, he never would have gotten rid of his evil self and yeah. had the evil self turn everybody for, on Earth. If it hadn't been for self destroying <laughs> sixteen, Gohan wouldn't have gone Super Saiyan two. Oh my God! But it was Hercule who threw sixteen's head yeah. into Gohan's path. Well, who told him to do it? Sixteen. But Hercule was the one to do it. Yeah, everyone. There were other people there it. though. Anyone could have done. Hey, it. hey! Everybody can say things, but only certain Her- people. Hey. Can- Hey, Hercule is a symbol that people can get behind, and don't yeah. you forget it. Hail Satan! That's what matters. Hail He's the Satan. hero that people need right now? Is that what you're saying? Hail yeah. Satan! He's the hero we need, but not the one we deserve. Hail uh, Satan! We don't deserve that. Hail Satan! Hail Satan! <laughs> wow. Wow! Wow! Okay, moving Gary's on. Offended. Gary's offended. An- animes of the week. Ben, let's start with Bruto. Uh, fine. Um... <laughs> Uh, basically, they've started to head to the Rock Village because they found out that's where um, Mitski is. So they decide to try and sneak in. After seeing all the how secure he actually is, which how they get in is still a bit too easy for ninjas. They basically sneak in through the water pipe, and then they're in the village, and then nobody finds them suspicious at all that these people are walking around. Just in like really out of place gear compared to everyone else. Um, they start um, they start wandering around the village. Oh, I forgot to say they left Inachi, which is um, with one of the weird rock creature things. I'm gonna call them Hollows because they still remind me of Hollows from Bleach. Um, anyway, they walk around the village and best girl actually starts getting hungry. So her belly starts rumbling and everyone's get you know, notices this because it's incredibly loud. <coughs> uh, funny enough, they ended up walking around and they bumped in they go to, find up going to a restaurant based on the cage that the uh, Kaka, uh, the Tusikage what is his name? I'm just gonna call him fence here. Um, that they were looking for, and he's like, this guy's the biggest idol of him ever. So, they find out where he's living. So, they head off to find it. But they bump into Karuchi. I can never say the name right. Basically, the guardian of the previous uh, cage. 
Um, and he helps them go find him because yeah, you know, yeah, they've been he's been waiting for them. And then they eventually meet up, head off to meet the cage, and they ask him for help trying to find Mitski, and he he turns them down for no reason. He he just like tells them to leave, after being so friendly, and they're like, no no no, leave now, leave, and they're confused. Uh, it looks like the main bad guy is actually working with him. That's that's the the big twist. The main bad guy is actually working with them. And that's where mm. it ends. So. We don't know what they're doing with Mitski still. I know that they're trying to improve their clones. Because Mitski is actually a cloned body. And they're trying to improve their version of clones. Because their clones die really young. So. Um, but we don't know exactly what they're going to do with Mitski. That, that was the episode of the Brewer. Very nice. It was a good episode, actually. Um, got a little bit fighting. more plot. Good without fighting. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, I want more fighting, but I'm guessing they'll be soon. So yeah, that's that's how they go. They get you know you yeah. have your your character building episodes, and then you have fighting yeah. character building episodes while they're fighting. I mean, I still call them the Hollows from Bleach, just because they've got the same sort of cracked mark, the same mask. And the same sort of design, and if you break the mask, they get killed just like the hollows do. So, <laughs> yeah, there's well, there's a little bit of uh, yeah. something similar to that in uh, Seven Days um, as well that, that that remind me of the uh, hollows. I, I I see it. I see it. Uh, I I don't know if it's that that Berger, Berger Meinhof syndrome, but yeah. since Bleach, I do see it a lot more now. Um. Yeah. So I don't. I actually never looked into it. If that, if that the whole like hollow looking mask thing with the black behind it. Well, I, I guess it would be something. It is something common in. Uh, it's common uh, from, like, at Japanese the same time. Folklore, folklore or something. It, because uh, in Spirited Away, I think I can't remember the character, but they have one like that. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Anyways. I forgot to mention about Jump Force. What about Jump Force? Remember, they've added two new characters. Cell I thought and... we already talked about that. Did we? Oh, oh we talked about it in the... Uh... Yeah, Unchained. Unchained. But this is the anime. Yeah, so they added four new characters. Four. So four. Cell and Piccolo are joining Jump Force from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And Roronin Kenshin and his arch nemesis, whose name I don't remember, the guy who's bandaged all over his body, are also joining... Um, Jump Force as well, and I mentioned this on Unchained. I thought it was surprising to see Ronan and Kenshin uh, making an appearance, simply because of all the controversy of the creator of that anime and or that manga, and what's been going on with him and yeah. the child sex cases. Yeah, uh, it's just bad. It's it, um, it is. It's can I can I just say something? And yeah, not. Uh, I I know I'm treading very thin ice here, but don't don't hate. A product that you once loved, just because of what you might find out about the creator, it's kind of like that "don't meet your heroes" thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, if if you enjoyed something back then, try not to let it spoil it for you. I mean, at, le at least try. Uh, but I, I still enjoy Roroni Kenshin and the you know for what it was. Yeah, and and, and I'm with you there. Like I think Roroni Kenshin is a fantastic anime. 
It's a great manga from what I've heard. I don't read mangas. Um, it was it was a great anime. Um, it's a little older now, obviously, so it's kind of dated in some aspects. Yeah. Um, but it was a great anime. It was a funny anime. It had great action sequences. Um, it was very good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I agree with you. Don't let what ha- what he is sour what he, I guess, made with that before we found out. Mm-hmm. I, it's I, sad. I, I know I, it is it is sad and, and it brings up like other things too like like uh, you know I don't know if you guys follow much much music but years ago like the lost profits thing and everybody found out what the lead singer there was and it was just like all of a sudden like everybody hates their music and you know like Spotify pulls like R. Kelly from their uh, from their library essentially what he's been indicated of and very and I won't get into that but it's you know it's 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 tough to pick and choose. So go go with your gut if you can't like stomach it anymore. I I understand completely. Yeah. Um, you know, but don't just hate on him because everybody else is hating on him now. Like like really think if you really like whatever he did before that much, then try not to let it ruin it for you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and and you know at the end of the day, he may have made the character, but the character is owned by Shonen Jump, so. They can do whatever they want with the character. Yep. So, or is it Shonen Jump, or is it Toy Toy? I don't remember. I don't know. I, I he's actually, part I, of he's I, part of Shonen Jump. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Alrighty. Uh, yeah. So those characters are joining. They're now. I said I believe they're thirty-two characters in into that game. With apparently more to be announced, so yeah. Alrighty, moving on then. Come on, um, Kaiba. I want my Kaiba. <laughs> you just want more Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> which is fine. Um. All right, moving on. Uh, we didn't watch the final episode of Attack on Titan. Chris and I have not seen it yet, unfortunately. It, it has been a, a busy two weeks, and I, you know, sometimes you get behind in things. By the way. Yeah. The it's manga been... is entering its last arc. Uh, Attack yeah. on Titan? Really? They're yeah. getting to the yeah. end? The yeah. show is ending. Wow. Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> you got to remember, though, because it's entering its last arc doesn't mean it's going to end soon. Bleach nah, entered its last know. arc, and that took four years. <laughs> so. Oh, <God>. Hashtag. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. That no... Know when to end your story. That's that's like writing advice numero uno one oh one. Right, Tim? Right. Know your scope, know your story, know when to end. I hope that film theory's um, theory on what the Titans are comes true, because that'd be funny. Uh, not not the fucking yeast. The magic yeast. The yeast infection. Yeah. I I want <laughs> it to be true. I want all the Titans to just be giant yeast infections. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 hang on a second, hang on. Um, <clears throat> tell me more about this. Uh, go with the film theory. They actually did a uh, sort of coverage about how uh, the, uh, human, yeah, the human world, they were actually making, um, like, increased yeast. Like this weird, mm-hmm. like, really big yeast that makes stuff grow. 
and okay. they like made a connect somehow made a connection between that and Titans. How the fact that the Titans don't have much mass, just like yeast, like okay. it expands, but it doesn't become that heavy. And yeah. that, um, just like yeast, uh, Titans get really hot because they're bigger. Yeast gets hotter as the, as it more it grows. It's true. Uh, and also oh the fact God. that it they only go at night because you know that's yeah because yeast are active uh, yeah more during in the light. Okay, so oh let me God. see. Um, a Google attack on Titan yeast infection. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's you, a good. You're gonna get a actually. terrible part. <laughs> hello, you. Uh -oh. Hello, Reddit. This isn't gonna be awful. Oh, okay. listen, listen, if they go back to Aaron's house and there is a freaking thing of yeast growing in there, I'm just going to stop watching the anime. Just straight up stop. And I'm really glad I'm I stopped a long time ago. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> it's over. There's no way they can satisfy me with anything. Anyone. I told you, Gary, I, didn't I tell you two weeks ago? That it was, or four years ago. I, I can't keep track yeah, anymore. For, um, I think, yeah, four years. For, <laughs> <laughs> it was, I, uh, he told you 27 years ago before he started. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I, you weren't going to get the ending that you wanted. And Ben mentioned that. And I told you, I'm like, that's the ending you're going to get now, Gary. You mentioned that you're going to get an ending that satisfies you. That's what it's going to be. That the tie-ins are a grain. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the anime also mentions special yeast that only is found inside Walsina. Yeah. I hate everything. Huh. It kind of explains why they're coming after him all the time, then. Oh my god. This is the worst anime <laughs> in manga. Okay. I want to just. I want to do a podcast that's just you hating on things. Also, as, Tim, as Tim reads about them. There was a like factual book. You know, they do those, those data books. And for some reason, mm -hmm. that it. it there was like all these things about all these different titans, and then a pa random page about this like yeast experiment they've been doing. So, okay, but it makes no sense. Uh, you know, it just talks about yeast for some reason after titans. So these are basically humans that are just hyper expanded. Yeah. What about the transformative parts? Is that just uh, creative expression or what? I don't know. So the maybe it, maybe maybe they're giant colonies of yeast that multiply. Yeah. Who and knows? Like, it's magic regrow, yeast. Regrow, yeah. Recent discoveries have revealed the spinal column appears to be the only part of humans that survives complete descent into Titan madness or complete absorption into the Titan form. They also produce high levels of heat and steam, especially as they regenerate. And after they've been killed, yeah. There's a. I'm for the record. I'm reading from a site called SNKConspiracyTheories.tumblr.com. <laughs> this is not me. Best. This is somebody else. This, this hey, you know, this actually sounds plausible. I think you're onto a conspiracy theory, and if you dig, we're gonna blow the whole thing wide open. So keep Just at like it, buddy. Just like how yeast preserves the food it surrounds, so, does so do Titans and the humans they were created from. This is also supported by the case of Shifter Ymir, Ymir who spent mm -hmm. 60 years stuck in Titan form and came out looking just like how she did when yeah. she first took to that form. 
It produces heat and gas, which is why it makes bread rise. These same two traits, heat and gas, are expelled by all titans and shifters, especially when they are hacked apart. Mm. The, the protein mannose binding lectin, located in human blood, binds with yeast. This works into the shifter aspect, explaining why they must spill blood in order to cause the reaction. Wow. It's like I'm, it's like I'm listening to, to the synopsis of that M. Not Shyamalan movie where plants kill <laughs> I don't know, this also feels like this also feels like the first half of any of the uh, the alien encounter episodes. <laughs> and there's going to be a turn at the halfway point where they're like, "Yeah, but after all that science and observation, aliens." <laughs> Thanks for making and host this podcast, Ben. This is what I wanted to do. I, well, see, and I, I've, I've already told you my theory that this is actually years in the future, not years in the past, despite how it looks like we're years in the past. I gotta tell you, maybe as, aliens. As as haphazard as this theory is, yeah. it actually makes me want to watch Attack on Titan. <laughs> uh, like this is so ridiculous, but at the same time, the science is like putting everything together. Yeah. Will, will yeah. you link, will you link this on Twitter, please? <laughs> no. Okay. Attack on yeast. Man, for all the listeners out there, this is how a friendship ends. <laughs> you've, you've threatened that plenty of times, Gary, and we're still talking. Are we? Or are you just talking and I'm listening? Either your options are limited <laughs> or you're a convulsive liar. Wow. I think both are correct. His options really are kind of limited here. I'm really glad I'm the, uh, the lowest of the low for you. And then nobody oh else God. is coming in. Anyways, <laughs> moving fair, on. Tim, nobody would get lower for Gary than you do. Wow. <laughs> Just call me Limbo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we didn't watch the season finale of Attack on Titan. Um, moving on then. Mahira Academia is still gone, so we can't talk about that. I still need to finish that. Holy shit. I totally wow, forgot dude. Where you been? Um, not... As interested as I once was, I guess. I don't know. Wow, dude. Wow. <laughs> Gary, Gary kind of rides the hype train of things. As soon as the fad is wow. gone, he's on to the next one. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's evident, you know, considering Fallout 76. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was last week, dude. Why are you bringing up old shit? <laughs> because it's funny. <laughs> I love old shit, dude. <laughs> That's how I live. Anyways, it's, it's we're Gary finally... It's Gary's favorite fallout. <laughs> it is. It oh. is. I won't deny this. Mass Effect 76. Oh, God. Anyways, we're moving on to our new anime of the week. Fairy tale! Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Oh, my God. So That's excited. on again, isn't it? Fairy tale has returned in its final season. It took them about two and a half, three years almost, right? For this final season to finally air. It felt like longer than that. Yeah. It, it's, it's a long show. They're in episode 286 now, I believe. Crap. Um, wow. You're crap. No, that's just a lot. That's just like, it's not, it's not, you know, me describing it. It's me. Okay. I mean, it's not, like, wow. it's not 800, like one piece, but you know, it's one some of it. Long piece. <laughs> It's it's a it's a large enough and popular enough shonen mon- style manga 
it's holding its own, and it is absolutely a fantastic series. Um, if, you haven't, if you haven't started it from the beginning, go start it from the beginning right now. <laughs> Just do it. It's so good. Yeah, so um, I might go into spoilers here. Um, I hope you guys are okay with that. If not, I won't. Well, I'll try not to, at least. Please um, do. All right, so um, the last time Fairy Tale oh, yeah, was around... for all of us, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> pardon, Just, pardon me. Gary, I am okay with it. What about, what about you guys? Just kidding. I haven't been like super interested to watch Fairy Tale, so if anything helps me watch it, I feel like spoiler is not a spoiler if it gets me interested. Oh, God. Okay, well, um, the last saga of Fairy Tale focused on the Tartarus Guild and their battle against... Uh, Doctor Who. Wow. The Tartarus Guild, who essentially were... They're pretty, pretty bad people. Um, the final arc really struck a nerve with a lot of the fans simply because it was easily the darkest of of the stories uh we finally we actually got uh our first death in the show um which was very heartbreaking especially for lucy um and it's it's one of those permanent deaths too uh there was one uh death when it came to gray who we thought had died but one of the characters who had the ability to control time realized that what the Tartarus Guild was doing was going to pretty much destroy the entire world. And she, I forget her name, she essentially sacrificed her life to kind of go back in time and stop the summoning of um, Agnologia, who is this big black evil dragon that's set to destroy the world. Um, And she found out that her life her entire life was only worth 10 minutes. And she was only able to go to reset time for 10 minutes. But this allowed Grey, who was killed in this battle. Uh, and it was a very sad death because it happened in front of... Um, what's her name? Who's in love with Grey? Tell me. Juvia. 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 She, she completely lost her shit and she annihilated everybody. Her power like exploded like... I've never seen on that show. She just went insane. And, like, the super powerful enemies that are fighting in the Tartarus Guild, they just got by her rage. Um, but because this woman was able to turn back time for 10 minutes, uh, Gray obviously came back to life, but he's the only one who remembered what happened to him, and everybody else had forgotten uh, for whatever reason. They explained it. I don't remember what it was. Uh, but he knew exactly what was coming, and he was able to essentially avoid his own death. This, um, but the fight against Tartarus it saw um, Agnologia rain havoc on on the world, and the other dragons had finally come back. So Ignil and all the other ones for you know um, what's his name's dragon, the steel guy. Um, uh, oh shit! Are you, ta- are you talking about Gajil? Yes, his dragon came, pretty much all the dragons came to help stop Agnologia. Um, unfortunately, because Agnologia is so goddamn powerful, they did not succeed in their endeavor, but Igneal was able to severely wound 
Agnologia by pretty much chopping off his arm. Um, all the dragons at this point pretty much sacrificed their life for that one blow that gave Igno a chance to wound Agnologia before he could destroy the entire world. And what had happened was they, because of that, they all perished, unfortunately. And it happened right in front of Natsu. They pretty much wished all of them good luck uh, in their coming battles, and all the dragons died out, except for the one, Agnologia, who still survived, but flew off because it was severely wounded. Um, and like I said, the, the arc itself was actually very good. It lasted a long time, and we got to to a lot of other cool. We got to meet a lot of cool other Dragon Slayer uh, mages. Um, part of the Tartarus Guild. I don't know if you guys saw uh, their battles in the arena. They fought uh, the White Dragon, I believe, and the Dark Dragon. Uh, I don't remember their goddamn name. I'm sorry. Sting and Rogue. Sting and Rogue, I believe, was their name. Um, and they were actually pretty cool characters. And they also are Dragon Slayer. And they were pretty powerful. They teamed up on Natsu in this tournament. And essentially, it all led to this battle against Tartar, who, again, summoned all the dragons um, or Agnologia to come and destroy them. And we found out that the person who summoned them was actually from the future, and I believe it was Sting. Sting from the future had come back to the past to destroy it because he has uh, a little cat character like Happy is and we found out after Natsu had defeated him uh, in this arc that the reason he had lost his way and became evil is because Grey in the future murdered his companion that's like Happy and he warns him that in the next year or two he's going to turn bad and kill him and it's going to lead to the events that here today. Um, so Natsu's the only one who hears this, and he's obviously devastated that he can't believe that Grey would actually do something like this. Why would Grey do it? How, what would lead him to do it? Um, but the events of, of the Tartarus arc and what happened in the battles there uh, essentially led to Makarov, who's the leader of the Fairy Tale Guild, to disband the Fairy Tale Guild at the end of the, the last season. And he did this is because pretty much everything that has happened has been, in a way, fairy tales' fault. And even though they've single-handedly been the only guild to really save everybody and stop a lot of these apocalyptic events from happening, all these events have really happened. And he decides to disband the guild, and it kind of went into a prequel season after that. Which was Fairy Tale Zero, and we saw like how the Fairy Tale Guild came to be, and the first members, and, and all that. And it's also in this season where we find out what happens to a lot of the characters. Uh, so Lucy, after Fairy Tale Guild is, is disbanded, she kind of becomes a reporter, and she just reports on news of like the Magic Guild and uh, the tournaments that they have, and all this other. Uh, so she's kind of not really a wizard. And after what happened to her and one of the deaths, um, I don't know if I should say who who dies. Um, I'm not going to tell you guys. But 
it, it really affected her, and she kind of just she's she feels like everybody has abandoned her. Um, Natsu uh, leaves a note for her on her dresser saying that he's leaving to go train, and he pretty much doesn't come back. He he's gone for a year with no explanation or where he's going, uh, and everybody just kind of went on their own way after Makarov disbands the. And she's kind of just left alone and sad because of it. Um, yeah, Gray leaves with Juvia. Uh, they go off and do their own thing. Um, and what's his name? What's her name? Uh, oh my god, I forgot her name. The redhead. Uh, Urza? Urza. Yeah, Urza reunites with Joel. And they pretty much go off together because Joel essentially tells her that... Um, What's-his-name is coming very soon, and they have to prepare to defeat him. And that is... I forget his name. Um, Zeref. And Zeref has kind of been hinted at throughout the entire show as the big main bad of the story. Um, they've been talking about his resurrection and him coming back. And uh, in the Tartarus arc, Zeref actually encounters Natsu, and he tells him that they are going to fight, and that Natsu is going to be the one to fight him. He's essentially predicting the future, and he's telling him that Zeref is telling him he doesn't want to be the bad guy in the story, but destiny has made him the bad guy, and that he will have to. And he's essentially warning him that you have to get stronger in order to defeat me, because right now, you can't. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why Natsu also leaves. Uh, to, to get stronger and train because he knows this battle is eventually coming. And Joel also knows it's coming. So he kind of tells Urza that she can kind of wallow in her own sorrow of everything that happened during that arc or come and join him and get ready to, to fight Joel. Um, so she kind of takes off as well. Um, but this season essentially starts off with Natsu returning uh, to Lucy. Lucy is super pissed off at him, and literally one of the first scenes when he returns is her pretty much beating the shit out of him for abandoning her. <laughs> uh, which is pretty great. Um, so he returns, and we find out that Lucy has been doing her own investigation and trying to track down all the members of Fairy Tale uh, for when they would, when, pretty much when Natsu would return so they can rebuild the guild. Uh, she kind of, in the back of her mind, knew that eventually Natsu will return and they would have to rebuild Fairy Um So she's kind of been keeping track of everybody as best she could. And so her, Happy, and Natsu uh, pretty much head off to find and rebuild the fairy tale. And the first person they run into is um, the little girl with her own... Uh, Wendy? Wes. They, they go and find Wendy. Sorry. <laughs> And they find her, and she had joined uh, Lamius, um, who is uh, is being run by Gray's brother, or foster brother, I should say. The guy who did the icicle attacks. Yeah. It was a very early season. Yeah, I, can't, I know who you're talking about. He's got the white hair. Yeah, so she's, yeah, so she's joined them, and we find out that, uh, what's her cat's name? Charlotte. Uh, Sharla, yes. Sharla has learned the ability to take human f So now, Chris, for you, she looks like a super hot cat chick. <laughs> <laughs> yes! 
<laughs> I've got to find uh, pictures now. <laughs> yeah, go find pictures. Uh, and Happy is just like dumb because he hasn't been training at all, so he doesn't know how to do anything. So he's like, oh, I know how to cook this fish. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty great stuff. Uh, the, of course, the dialogue has remained the same. It's still super funny, still very entertaining. Um, but yeah, so they encounter her, and then they get attacked by another guild who's trying to just destroy the city. Uh, and they have a beast tamer on their side. He essentially can control random beasts and monsters. And he pretty much sends them out to destroy the, the city that they're in. And Wendy kidnaps uh, Happy so she can fly out there with her new friend, uh, who, she, who, she, who she fought in one of the tournaments that they had. Um, and they go out <laughs> and... God damn it. <laughs> Uh, or Chris, sorry. Um, so they go out to try to stop the leader who's controlling the beast, and Natsu gets pissed, and he just like plows through like a, thousands of animals and monsters. Because what happened is in his training, he had gotten so strong that he doesn't even know how strong he's got. So he doesn't think he's improved much, but he's just like one shotting everything. Hmm. And one punch. they get. <laughs> He, they get to uh, where the leaders are and stuff, and I don't know if you remember, did you get to the arc where they're fighting um, on the fairy tale island with a big tree? Uh, I'm actually, me personally, that's actually where I'm at, is I'm at the beginning of that arc when they first introduce, um, and I, I don't know his name, he's the kid that death follows him everywhere, um, knows Natsu, that, that, his first introduction is where I'm at. Yeah, do you know who that kid is? No. No, I do not. Okay, but you, you, can, you can spoil it. I don't care. Yeah, that's Zeref. That's Zeref. Oh, that's Zeref. Okay. Yeah, and like I said, he doesn't want to be bad, but clearly he's destroying everything he touches. Yes. Um, and he knows that this fight is coming. Uh, but on this island, they encounter a, a wizard who can control gravity. And Natsu fought him, and Natsu just got his ass into him. And what's his name, Gildards had to come in and save him, and even Gildards had a very hard time fighting this guy, because he's able to control gravity. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but they were able to somewhat defeat him, he kind of just retreated because uh, he got called back, so it wasn't like he lost the fight. But this guy is now con one of the members of this guild that's attacking the city, and obviously he's super powerful, but they, here's Natsu, he's just walking up to him, and he's trying to use his gravity powers on Natsu, but nothing is working. Because Natsu has gotten so powerful. And he's like, what the heck is your stupid power? Like, Natsu doesn't remember him at all. And he's like, why are you just waving your arms around? <laughs> what are you trying to do? <laughs> and he's just telling everybody, why are you guys just laying on the floor? Get up. You got to fight. <laughs> um, he doesn't understand because this dude's power is not affecting Natsu at all. And Natsu essentially just one-shots him by breathing fire on him. Knocks him out. Um, so he's, he's essentially gotten so powerful, he just doesn't know um. Yeah. He so a, he kind of pulled a Luffy there. Went off to train for years <laughs> somewhere, and then came back, and is now can just like one shot things. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. And so, so they they Wendy's the first one they find. They ask for her to come back. She's kind of hesitant, but eventually she decides that she's going to join them. And the next uh person they're going to find was Juvia and Gray. Um. And they hear about this village where it's constantly raining. Stop. And 
they get to this to this village and it's this ridiculous moment where happy realizes that there's only rain in this area and it's sunny in this area like it's just rain on one side and he's like oh look it's raining here and now like what are you doing don't be stupid if you stand in the middle you can get the best of both worlds <laughs> and lucy's like you guys are so dumb i don't get it oh yes <laughs> um so they go into this village and they find juvia is Absolutely sad and depressed. Uh, that's why it's been raining there. She's just emotionally broken. Mm. Um, and she fi- and she tells them that uh, her and Gray had pretty much been living together for almost a year. Um, it's been about two years since the return, since Natsu returns. Two years has passed, but she's been training with Gray. They've been living together. And she starts going into detail, and Lucy and Wendy are like, you got to stop talking because you're getting to the sexual stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So their eyes just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and like, Gray finally did it. He finally did it. (laughs) 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 And then she's like, we slept together, and they're like, no, you can stop there. It's like, in separate beds. (laughs) She's like, oh, okay. (laughs) 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 So she's like super depressed. And she essentially tells them that one day uh, she went off to find Gray so they can begin training to get stronger and stuff. And she noticed that Gray had this black markings all over his body. And back in the Tartarus Guild, we found out, or the Tartarus arc, Gray was infected with some sort of demonic power, which allowed him to defeat one of the characters that he was fighting. He, he pretty much helped Natsu defeat what's his name? Uh, Mard Gear is what his name is. Reading it right now, he looked like a, he, he was a, pretty much a demon. He had wings and demonic wings and everything. He was pretty much corrupting everything. Uh, and he came from this book that, that they were trying to find to seal up the, the gate that um, Sting had opened up to it. Uh, Agnawogi out and pretty much start this war. Mm. Uh, but this demon had infected him. And Natsu came to the realization that it's because of this demon that Grey went bad and killed Sting's companion, which led Sting to become the way he was in the future. Um, and because it's now taking over him, you know, he, he warned Natsu that within a year's time, that Grey is going to become bad and he's going to kill him so Natsu then heads off to the village of Sabretooth or not Sabretooth, not the village uh, the Sabretooth guild where uh, Sting and his friend are there and Natsu finds out that Sting is on a mission to find Grey because Grey had been doing some bad stuff Um, they don't really talk about exactly what he's doing but we see that he's joined this evil guild that's been planning like to destroy a lot of uh, he's pretty much joined a dark and Natsu comes to a realization that the moment, like, if he, if Sting finds him, Grey is going to kill him and set him off on this terrible path. So Natsu tries to head him off. He, he finds him, drags him off, uh, pretty much starts beating on him until he gives him the wanted poster of Grey to see what, what you know, the, the quest is that he has to take on. Um, and he takes for him, he's like, whatever you do, don't go where you're handled. And Sting is like, what the hell is going on? Why are you beating on me? Um, so they essentially go to where uh, 
they believe Gray is, and he is obviously joined this dark guild, and the markings have completely almost taken over half of his body, and he's just become a real douche now. He, like, spiked up his hair and stuff. Um... <laughs> so, so, so correct me if I'm... I'm, I'm uh, as, as I told you, I haven't gotten to that point uh-huh. yet, but I'm okay with you, you spoil with, you know, because my fault I haven't got that far yet. Uh, and that's fine. I'm, I'm curious. It sounds to me, well, based on what I've heard, I can understand why a lot of people are really pissed off at the uh, end of the season. It's the whole fucking time travel stuff. Uh-huh. Anytime you introduce that, it just gets hard. Um, are, are they now approaching that point where this big prophecy is supposed to have happened? Yes, and, and that's why Natsu is trying to get to Grey before Sting gets to Grey. Because okay. in the prophecy, because the future Sting told him that he's going to kill my companion, and that's going to drive me over the edge, and that's when he becomes bad. And, and so this is the moment that led, leads to the whole war, basically? Essentially, oh. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Natsu is, is there. They find out that Grey is held up with his guild, with his brand new dark guild, in this big mansion slash church. And <coughs> excuse me. And him and Lucy, Wendy decides to stay with Juvia because Juvia is so depressed that she's made herself permanently sick, so she can't do anything. Uh, she's just depressed because Grey left her. Um, so Wendy and Carla stay behind to watch her uh, and take care of her while Lucy and Natsu go off to find Grey and try to convince him to not be such a douchebag anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that, 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 that's what's happening. I, and we see uh, Grey, he's, he's like a total douchebag. And it, it sounds like the humor hasn't left either. No, it hasn't. It, it still has a lot of the great moments in it. <laughs> But, yeah, so they're there, and then we see, uh, who's the steel guy again? God, I keep forgetting. Gajil. Gajil, the, the Iron Dragon Slayer. Yeah, Gajil is also on the quest to find Grey and put a stop to this, to this guild. He's, he's essentially become, like, a bounty hunter, in a way, where he just picks up random quests from different towns and goes, solves them for money. He doesn't care about anything. <laughs> <laughs> And I, love, I love it. I love it. He, he's got his uh, cat buddy with him, uh, too, Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, he's obviously can transform into a big height, and he's got a big battle act. Um, so, yeah, they're heading over there, too. And um, so Lucy summons her slave, Celestial Wizard. I don't remember his, her name. The one that just wants to be punished all the time. Oh, uh, uh, Virgo? Yeah, and Virgo just showed up all tied up. And, like, ready to be punished. <laughs> yes. Lucy's like, why are you all tied up? And he's like, well, I got bored and nobody was punishing me, so I thought I'd punish myself. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so they decide that they're going to try to sneak in and catch Gray off guard. So they bury into the ground and they get stuck because they hit some sort of, like, wall that she can't dig through. And pretty much Natsu's face gets stuck in Lucy's crotch area. Yay! <laughs> and, and Happy's like, I'm getting tired of looking at your backside all the time. <laughs> and Lucy's like, I don't do this on purpose, damn it! Um, but eventually, they get out, and they come out of the ground, and they're in, like, a prison cell. 
And they're like, okay, we got to sneak around and find Gray. And Natsu doesn't care about sneaking around. So he just starts screaming. He's like, Gray, you jerk. Are you being so mean, everybody? Get out here right now. And Lucy just freaks out because he's just yelling. Oh, everybody hears him. The whole guild hears him. And one of the guild members shows up and he's like questioning why they're here and who they are. And he's like this tiny little dude. And he uses, uh, what's it called? Uh, God, like a voodoo doll. And back when they fought on um, the fairy tale island in that same arc that I was talking about, mm-hmm. Lucy fought a guy who used those same dolls, and he can control Lucy however he wants. And he put her on all these random ass sexual positions that she <laughs> <laughs> just stretching her out and doing a bunch of weird things. And she turned the tables on him and grabbed one of the dolls and started doing it to him. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, but he has one of those dolls. And right before he's able to use it, like, Lucy's freaking out because she starts remembering what, what happened to her. And Nasu just walks up and he just like slaps him and like knocks him out with a slap because he's so powerful. Again, he doesn't know how powerful he is. <laughs> he's like, oh, you're already out? I'm sorry, I don't have time for this. I gotta find Gray. And pretty much uh, Gray finally shows up and him and Nasu start fighting like they always um, Gray randomly starts taking off his shirt and Natsu's like, why are you taking off your shirt now again? I thought you were bad. You're supposed to be smarter than this. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I still can't help my urges. I, uh, <laughs> I love the joke never gets old. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they start fighting and Lucy's freaking out and Happy is being controlled by the puppet dude again now. So he's just like beating the shit out of Happy by just grabbing the doll and just smashing it into the ground. And Happy is just like getting Aww. owned over there for no Poor reason. Happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but essentially, um, the rest of the guild shows up, and one of the wizards on that guild has some weird power where she can psychologically make you feel pain. And she gave this super bad stomach ache to Lucy and Natsu, who was trying to essentially stop her. He was being held by this other guy who was like the torture master. And I don't know what his magic is, but he can control a bunch of torture. All he does is torture. And he had this chain that's supposed to suppress magical energy, but somehow Natsu wasn't being affected by it. He just kept walking with this chain as he's trying to hold um, But Essentially, they said if he doesn't stop, they'll kill her. And, um, yeah, so he stops. They get captured. Um, and this guy shows up to essentially torture them. Obviously, starts with Lucy, and he's going to torture her. And in, she starts making fun of him because he has a random tattoo on his forehead that he thought said something else, but it said something completely different, and he gets angry about it. Um, and the and the bracelets and the chains that they're uh, tie, chained up with suppress magical power, so they can't summon uh, like Lucy can't summon her celestial wizards. And uh, at this point, Natsu is pretty much suppressed. He can't really do anything because he's been chained up for so long. But right as this guy is about to chop Lucy in half because he got tired of her making fun of him, uh, he gets frozen by Gray. And we pretty much find out that Gray had gone undercover with this guild to pretty much stop them. And 
he's also working with Gajo and one of the other characters from Fairy Tales Guild, um, the tarot card reader, I believe it was. Um, short blue hair. I don't remember her name. It's like the two guys are always with her all the time. I don't remember her name, but they're all working together to pretty much put a stop to this dark, this dark evil guild that's been Gray has been undercover in time, uh, and that's pretty much where the episode ends. That's how. But yeah, that that's the the first four dubbed episodes. So there are six episodes in, or seven. I don't remember. Seven episodes in with the Japanese dub. Or the Japanese track, the subtitled, but four episodes of the English. Wow. Okay. Well, awesome. It's good to know that it's still going, and it's good to know that hopefully we'll get a satisfying grand ending to in the final season here. Yeah, and I should say, the art style has been vastly improved. Like, vastly improved. It, it actually looks very well. Very good art style this time around. Nice. Two years has helped him a lot. But yeah. Awesome. Alrighty. I think that's all the shows. I guess we'll go on Anime of the Week. Which was Seven Deadly Sins. Woo! Yeah. Who, uh, uh, who recommended this one? Klaus did, and he's not even here for it. Well. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, ben, you... Unfortunately, I haven't been able to watch it yet. Um, Chris, you and I watched the first season. You finished the second season. Or the third mm. season. As well. Yeah, I still yeah think I'm all the way through. <laughs> the real second season is like two episodes long. It's not even- <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are technically OVAs. That was Netflix's bad. I don't know why they couldn't have just gone into their program and changed the text string that said season two to OVAs or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, but but yeah, those those four episodes that they released as season two were not season two, as we all found out. But yeah, it was just a nomenclatural error. And uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, see, I, I finished all the way through. I had to get my fix of uh, more yeah, I, deadly sins. <laughs> I got to I believe episode twelve of this new season. Um, oh, so you're about halfway through. Yeah. Uh, Tim finished the first season, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, I'll let you take over for this one because my throat is starting to hurt a little bit. So, hot. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, tell okay. us tell us about the first season of Seven Deadly Sins. Well, t- Tim and Tim and uh, can help me fill in here. Um, so, Seven Deadly Sins is how to describe it. It's uh, a manga that was um, well. They tell you right in the opening credits if you open it. It was a manga that was adapted. Uh, uh, by, uh, oh my god, what is even, <laughs> it tells it, Kodansa, and, uh, yeah, and so now, and in partnership with Netflix, this manga about seven knights, uh, also known as the Seven Deadly Sins, um, uh, it, this story takes place in, like, magical times, um, I, <laughs> you, you see a little bit later that Arthur is in it, like, King Arthur, um, that's not a spoiler, that's just to give you an idea of, like, where this takes place and, like, what kind of universe it does. It's all, you know, old-school uh, fantasy. They got knights. 
demons, dragons, shit like that, all sorts of weird creatures uh, in there. So it's like total high fantasy, um, very off the wall. Uh, the uh, the first episode um, starts with a, a, a knight wandering into this random pub we see is the boar hat pub and uh the people inside are talking you know rumors about what they heard and the seven deadly sins being criminals they got their wanted posters up all around them so already we're in okay so what the hell happened to these seven deadly sins and uh this knight uh that wanders in collapses Uh, and, and again correct me if i'm wrong because i i haven't watched this since the first when the first season came out I never rewatched it, so if I missed any points, just interject. Feel free to interject. Uh, I'm going by memory here. And uh, anyways, um, the the there's not like a, a hulking knight in ter- ter- you know terrible looking armor. There's a young woman, uh, a young girl. Her name's uh, Elizabeth Linus, and uh, she reveals to the uh, boar hat owner uh, a short, blonde-haired man. Uh, that she is uh, Princess Elizabeth. She's escaped from her kingdom of Leonis, and she's looking for the leader of the Seven Deadly Sins, known as Meliodas, or any of the Seven Deadly Sins, because she believes them to be her only hope about something that terrible that is going on in the kingdom of Leonis. And lo and behold, this this uh, humble little tavern owner is in fact uh, Meliodas, the leader of the Seven Deadly Sins. And we get our first taste of exactly what type of anime we're in store for here, because the, uh, uh, I, f- I forget the name of the, uh, uh, Hol- Holy Knight Twigo, I believe, was his name, something like that. And, uh, he, he, he like, punches him through a mountain, basically. <laughs> Just, so, I don't know, we, there was we no should mention. We should mention that Miliotis looks nothing like the picture she was carrying around yeah. for the wanted poster. <laughs> there's like there's like this handsome dashing man on the wanting wanted poster, and yeah, you see Meliotis, and he, he looks like a ten year old kid. Um, obviously, he's not. Uh, but but yeah, it was just kind of like it was my introduction to this. This first episode left that impression on me because it, very rarely will animes like get me into them on the. And this one, like, snagged me with that. Because I was expecting, like, okay, you know, cool knight sword fights, maybe dragon fight, you know, whatever. Just something not as as spectacular as that. And, and yeah, Meliodas punches this guy through a mountain, and I'm like, oh my god, this is Dragon Ball Z with knights. It's it's fucking perfect. Uh, And it is. It's more like Dragon Ball Z with uh, knights with some fairy tale mixed in, because... um, uh, we, we learn more about the world. Um, it is a magic world. There are a group of holy knights uh, in the, in the, that are part of the uh, Kingdom of Leonis's Grand Order, um, led by uh, the uh, guild masters. Um, uh, shoot, I forget their names. Zaratros, Grayfus, Gray, and Hendrickson. And Zaratros was killed. And the uh, seven deadly sins were accused of killing the Grand Master. Um, and so the seven deadly sins, who were this order of knights for the Kingdom of Leonis, were uh, suddenly became criminals overnight, and they disbanded, and nobody has found them. And all of these holy knights are basically uh, uh, magic users, very powerful magic. 
so like we're we're introduced introduced to uh, Holy Knight Gil Thunder in the second episode. Um, he uh, plunges a sword into the center of a town that prevents the this town from getting f- spring water, like it poisons it basically, or it blocks it. I think yeah, it blocks the water source. And uh, Meliodas and uh, Elizabeth and their little companion Hawk, who is the best, <laughs> the, the best character in the show. Uh, that we've got to get into it. He's a talking pig. He's a little pet companion. He's a talking pig. He, he, the captain of the Order of Scraps Disposal. And he is, oh, he's just so, he's always pull Meliodas off of Elizabeth when he gets a little bit gropey, or um, he's always there to clean up Meliodas' terrible cooking. There's, there's, you, you start to get introduced to the characters and their little quirks and habits, and, and you, just that little, that little sprig of love starts to blossom. Right there, you're like, oh my god, these guys are great together. Um, but the boar hat is uh, actually on top of Hawk's mom, a giant walking pig. And they're, so they, they make it to the edge of this town, and Meliodas pulls the sword out. And uh, there's, a real, there's a really cool scene, too. And again, if, I've, if we're getting anything, please interject. Gil Thunder actually went back to Leonis. And from that throne room, he does something badass. He throws, like, a spear that's the dining room. And he throws a fucking, like, lightning spear out of it. And that thing goes like a fucking missile just out the window. Meliodas is, like, walking around. He's like, oh, maybe somewhere over here. And Elizabeth is, like, trying to talk to him. And, nope, right here. And then he, like, catches it midair. Badass arrow style that plows him through the village. It's a, so we're getting introduced to, like, how, like, kind of what we're in store for all these characters. Um, eventually, we meet the... Uh, the next uh, Seven Deadly Sin, which is, her name's Deanne. She's a giant. They come across her in the, uh, the the Sleeping Forest, which does some weird shit to you. I can't remember. I remember it made clones of them while they were in there. Um, the episode is pretty good, but we get introduced to uh, Gil Thunder uh, and Meliodas' background. And um, uh, Meliodas basically lets Gil Thunder beat him so that he can find out where... Uh, some of the other seven deadly sins have uh, been located. Um, then, let's see, God, what happens next? And we're, we're into, I'll try and jump through these pretty quick, uh, at least to... Let me ask you guys, how, how do we want to go through the first season all the way through, or, or do we want to leave some for Ben? Or I just, It's up to Ben, really. Just go through the first season. Sounds good. Alright, <clears throat> so, uh, anyways, yeah, so, the, the, Gil Thunder, I can't remember, does he let him go, or something like that, um, but he they did, get out uh, of the forest. I, I believe Miliotis pretty much shows him that Gil Thunder can't really defeat him. Yeah. And, and that's when he lets Gil Thunder go, because Gil Thunder realizes that Miliotis has just been playing him the entire time. Mm-hmm. Meliodas is, is still insanely powerful. Um, yeah, so they get out, and then they... Uh, uh, Meliodas gets, gets uh, treated for his injuries, if I remember. They, they come across... The, they come into this town. It's a uh, Dalmarie town, I think. Uh, the town gets attacked by, by insects, and uh, Deanne uh, destroys them. And it turns out that the medicine that was being used to treat uh, Meliodas' wounds was actually a 
deadly poison, and we're introduced to another uh, uh, holy knight, uh, Golgius, that are part... What's that crew they're part of? The the Wild Fangs? I believe something like that. Um, that they're, they're like a separate group of the Order of Holy Knights. Um, they're kind of like their main uh, villains as they're traveling. We get introduced to more of them and more of them. Um, and, oh my god. Let's see. What, what happens next, guys? Uh, I think Tim is the most freshest. I didn't go back and rewatch the season. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> you want to jump in, Tim? If you remember? Uh, not too much. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, it's okay. I mean, it's it's uh, we, more more or less they go on. We meet the other seven deadly sins like Vaughn. Um, they they you know he's he's being held in prison. They bust him out, and they have a you know a great kind of like awesome meeting where he punches him through a wall, and then Mel punches him through a wall. Great to see you, Captain. Like <laughs> I, they. Uh, they're, they're trying to, the, the Holy Knights are trying to get a hold of Meliodas' sword. That, that's kind of where this, the, where the overall story is going, is that this uh, sword is like a, a, God, what's the name for him, Gary? Sacred Relic? Yes, Sacred Relic. The, the sword that he has is a sacred relic, and they're trying to get this sword from him. And, and um, his sword is actually just a, uh, is just a hilt with a little bit of a blade on it. Um, and that's basically what he uses as his weapon, uh, because Meliodas' power is, uh, is full counter, uh, which he counters magic with double the force when he's attacked with it. For, and he uses very little of his own magic. Um, that's kind of how they show each of, the, each of the knights in this uh, series, is that they all have their certain magic abilities, and most of them have a sacred relic that they use, uh, like Deanne, we get, uh, she gets her hammer a little later on, uh, and that, sh- and so she's able to unleash some of her power, and like, how she can control the land and things like that. Um, we, uh, we come across Gother, the other, uh, Seven Deadly Sin, who, uh, he, well, that was, that was an interesting episode when they came across Gother, because we didn't know what the hell was going on for the longest time in that episode. Uh, yeah. The, uh, yeah. When they when they encountered Gother, I really well. I guess we should I should cover uh, when they encountered King first, right? Uh, in that I whole believe, land of the yeah, dead they thing. Encountered King, yeah. I can't remember what order it happens in. It's after they break Bon out of prison, uh, and then they come across this land, which like what was it? It like it like transcends with the land of the dead. It's like really easy to cross over. In that area that they that they travel upon, and so they're being hunted by another holy knight, Julia, and uh, Meliodas and Bon and King have all gone into. No, not all of them have gone into. I think one or two of them are standing outside. Anyways, they go into the land of the dead. Um, they get confronted by Julia, who's a really powerful knight. Uh, basically, extracts from them where Meliodas is gone because she's trying to get that holy or that sacred relic from him. And she like she kills herself basically. She she <laughs> jabs her hand her heart her hand through her heart, drops dead, and then goes into the land of the dead so she can fight Meliodas. Um, there we find out that Bon a little bit of Bon and King's backgrounds. Uh, 
uh, in that Vaughn is uh, the fo the foxy sin of greed, and he actually is in love with King's uh, younger sister Elaine, who is the fairy. She's the fairy uh, saint of the great fairy tree in the fairy king's land. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it, it goes so, so much over, <laughs> like the depth and everything. The names on, on some of their abilities, things are great. Um, I, I digress on that. Uh, and King actually is the fairy king uh, himself. He's the fairy king heart. And uh, he has a grudge against Bond because he believes that Bond uh, broke into the Fairy King's land, killed Elaine, and destroyed everything, and took the Fountain of Youth that was there for himself. Um, and so he wants to kill Bond for what he did. And then we find out that, no, Bond was actually protecting... Uh, he did go there because he is a thief. He did go there to steal the Fountain of Youth. But he uh, also fell in love with Elaine. And they basically they started dating while they were there. And, he, and I don't remember exactly how it happens, but a red demon attacks, destroys everything, and um, Elaine saves Bond with the Fountain of Youth, granting him immortality uh, and sacrificing herself. And... Uh, uh, so Bond kills the Red Demon, and now he's searching for how to bring her back. And he actually encounters her in this crossover Land of the Dead thing, and she tries to explain to King, basically, it's not his fault. You, you don't know what's going on, and he doesn't know why she's defending him. But he doesn't know the full story at this point, um, that, his, that his sister actually gave him the Fountain of Youth to save him. Uh, but Bond can't die. Um, he, he's a very powerful magic user. His skills are... Uh, Basically, like, stuff that thieves would use. Uh, uh, like, he can hide his presence completely. He can uh, steal other people's life force to power himself up. He can uh, uh, basically, like, steal people's hearts right out of their body, which is another cool ability that we see um, a little later on of his. Um, and, uh, and, and, yeah, him, him and Meliodas actually... Uh, uh, well, kind of a bond like you and I have, Gary. Oh, so yeah. that's, that's what I yeah like you like you and I do. We basically you know we love each other, but I I we have no problem punching each other through walls, <laughs> more or less. Um, yeah, and then uh, God, let's see what what else happens. Uh, there's a fighting festival up next because they're still looking for more for more of the seven deadly sins. I think they're following. I can't remember if they're following a rumor at this point or something going on, but they, they come to Visal for a big fighting festival. Uh, we meet a couple of the other, like, Grimoire, um and Hauser, which are, are uh, basically Gil Thunder's uh, best friends. And uh, they all want to enter this fighting tournament. And uh, so the, uh, you know, Meliodas thinks it'd be a good idea. They, they join the fighting tournament, and... Uh, uh, like Meliodas and Bond, uh, during this fighting tournament, Meliodas and Bond get into it and just start beating the hell out of each other. And again, this is cool because you get to see more of these powers and you really get to see Bond's power because uh, he, he fucking kills him. Meliodas kill <laughs> kills him again and again and again. 
blasts, and actually has to blast him out of the ring to to win, like ring like ring him out. Um, but but he can't kill Bond. Like it, it's really, it's actually really badass, and I like how his body is just like kind of like uh, uh, Ajin, where he just regenerates completely. Yeah. Like his like everything just comes back together. There's like white smoke, like a like a Titan regenerating almost. Like it just steams off of him, and he's just fine. He even uh, later on he gets fucking like like horrible bloody death like just fucking completely blown up and he just regenerates. <laughs> it's just like he can't he cannot die, and it's it's fucking awesome. And there's a lot there's a lot more to that from those characters as well. There's like because you know him you, you start to see why at least in Bond's case he it doesn't matter whether how much he can live if he can't um be with Elaine. And so that's pretty much what's driving him. The only thing that's driving him at this point and why he, he agreed to, to go on this is because his ultimate goal is to bring Elaine back. Um, and he's just like, he puts his body on the line all the time to, to do this in the, in the you know, later episode. And I'm getting ahead of myself again, but in the next couple episodes, as, as this goes on, um, the, the fights go on in this fighting turn. Uh, we see like the king is completely powerless if he doesn't have his spirit, spirit chastity with him. Um, we see that Deanne is, is uh, now extremely powerful with her uh, 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 I can't remember the name of her big hammer. I don't know if you guys remember it. <laughs> I, I didn't even Anyways. know she had a name for it. Yeah, yeah, they all, they all have, have names for them. Um, yeah, but anyways, uh, so we, next, if I'm remembering this right, some Holy Knights invade. I think it's Julia and uh, the one chick that um, comes close with, or her, her and Bond become kind of close a little later on. Jericho, uh, they uh, they start uh, you know beating people up in the neighbor town. Um, Helbram uh, beats King uh, because he was decide, because he was disguised as a tournament referee. And then, uh, what else? I'm trying to remember what happens in these middle episodes. I'm struggling because the next thing I basically remember is they, they is the next one was Gother, I think. And we come on the entire time we've been watching the series, the was this series, we've seen like Gother's uh wanted poster, and it just shows this like evil looking knight. Um, like a crazy-looking armor giant, and yeah. uh, and and so now this this character finally gets introduced as this giant is roaming the countryside and and he just roars and and uh, like there we don't know what's going on with him. Oh my god! Sorry, guys, I'm running out of steam here. It's okay. It's okay. If you want, you just skip to, to, to the big stuff that happens. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Like, like we, meet, we meet Gother. I guess I'd just rather talk about what I feel about instead of rehashing all the episodes. Yeah. Um, I, I like by... I mean, because I mean, we do that a lot. And I, I really love this series. Like, like the, we, we meet Gother next, and it turns out that he's, he's actually the, the, the guy that was with the big giant armor. Like, like there's a little... Spoiler, but Gother is actually helping him because these knights are turning into demons, is what's going on. 
and they're trying to figure out why the knights are turning into demons. Um, eventually, the, we have we, we meet Arthur, and we meet um, the uh, last or the sixth deadly sin, uh, Merlin. Uh, yes, that Merlin, who is actually a, a beautiful uh, raven-haired woman in very scantily clad clothing. Um, she is uh, the, I believe it's the Borson of Gluttony, and but she's a very, very powerful, like, traditional mage, you know, like, she can cast spells and things like that. She doesn't fight like a knight. Um, but we don't really see much of what, we can, what she can do until later on. But there's... The, the plan is they're going to go back in and try and stop whatever's happening in the Kingdom of Leonis. And we kind of... Should, should, should I talk about the conspiracy that was behind it? Do you want me to get into that? Was that in Season 2? No, it was in season one um, that it that it turned that it's basically that the two holy grandmasters that I mentioned earlier, Dreyfus and Hendrickson, killed the oh, yeah, yeah. the Grand Order, um, the Grandmaster Zaratros, framed the seven deadly sins because they uh, wanted to gather power in order to summon demons, more or less. Yes, and so that's like getting getting back to the overall arc story. Meliodas and crew go back. And they have to lay the smackdown on him. And uh, I, I guess just, I, I love everything about this show, even though it's tropey at, and, and introduced in kind of tropey and clumsy ways. They always kind of do something a little unexpected in every one of the episodes, like, like Julia killing her. Um, uh, late, late, you know, later on, you think there's going to, or like, no, the fighting tournament is a perfect example because they are, uh, you think there's going to be a grand finale to it, and not. <laughs> it's just like, it just gets interrupted. And so nothing that you think is actually going to follow through all the way ever does. But it's not a bad thing, because the story itself, the characters, I just ended up, I, I fell in love with immediately. Um, I won't talk much about season two, but I, I, I enjoyed season two. Um, I, I love the, the fight sequences in here, all the powers that they all have, and kind of uh, use against each other. It's it's another it's another great shonen to get into, in my opinion, like fairy tale, like uh, One Piece, like like all of those. I, I I'm really enjoying it, um, and I can't wait for. Uh, hopefully, we'll get another season as well, because there's always more story to tell. <laughs> here. Uh, what, what what do you guys think? I, I think I've rambled on, and I just <laughs> I can't remember anything else. I can remember all of season two now. But we don't want to get into that. But I want to hear what you guys thought about season one, uh, or at least the, what you watched. It. Go ahead, Tim. Um, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's not going to be as interested as uh, as Chris's thoughts were. Um, I, it for me, it took quite a bit of time to get past a lot of the like the tropiness of some of the characters, and. I've been watching anime for a long time, so I kind of just expect certain things, right? You know, it's just anime. Yeah, you've, you've seen everything at this point, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, mm-hmm. uh, um, no, I, I mean that sincerely. Like, that's why we have tropes. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know. Um, and I know I've said it time and again, and but exposition is a big problem in this anime, just because. I know there's a good way to deliver exposition, and then there's the way that this anime did it, and 
it's not the worst by any stretch, really. Uh, it's not even close to the worst at all. But it spends a lot of time in the first half, I would say, even of the first season, uh, just kind of showing the characters in this, in that same light, in that tropey light, without really giving them, you know, a breath out of it. Now, you know, here and there, is an, there's an occasional sense of humanity in them, but uh, in general, they kind of just ride these tropes because there's a lot of of uh, mystery behind these, uh, particularly Meliodas. Uh, but there are a lot of mysteries that they just ride. There aren't teases to it. It's just like, oh, we don't know this. Oh, we don't know this. There's no, like, there's no step closer to it, and there's no um, sense of progress in any of these things. It's just a mystery, like a static mystery for the first half, and then it's just this abrupt reveal. And it's just not satisfying for me in that sense. So, like, a lot of this stuff, just the, the, a lot of this anime suffers from pacing and how information is um, delivered. Like, it's, it's either incredibly, what did you say it was? Um, I, a, a IV drip? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's either it's, the IV drip or it's just a huge bombshell. Yeah. That's I, I, I compared it to, when we were talking earlier, I compared it to Attack on Titan and how, like, the mysteries that they keep, like, teasing you with and then jumping to something else and then they kind of come back to it and you're like, wait, what the... F- okay, now we're getting back to this? And it's, like, 20 episodes later that, that they'll reveal... that they'll get back to something. Um, and it, it's irritating. It's mm-hmm. irritating... To go along and constantly be, you know, cocktease like that, <laughs> and then and then they kind of like reveal one little thing, and then nothing else. Yeah. Oh my god! Or they raise more questions. It is. Oh. It, it's it's a drip feed of information, and it's frustrating. But it was right around the halfway point when the the anime as a whole became more interesting, because it kind of got out of its own way, and started to move like the it actually started to progress there was no more of the uh you know uh, there was no more of this like attempt to develop characters i I say attempt because it was very um lackadaisical but it, it it got out of its own way about halfway through and it became a very um a very interesting concept uh, but I think for me, the, the, the stuff that was that was ultimately interesting was kind of watered down by the experience in the first half of the season. So like there was a lot of pomp and circumstance that happened throughout, um, but none of it really meant much until the second half. And it's like, okay, I've been watching these people for so long, and then now it finally starts to matter, and it... Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, and it's, it's okay. They, Ultimately, they it's that, okay, but they do that in the second season too. And so, I mean, now now that you're kind of braced for it here, be ready for for a big, big bombshell in the second season, and for exactly that to to kind of happen to you. Like, uh, it, like like I said, it it's, it just toys with your emotions. It, it, it strings you along a little bit, and it all, it gets frustrating because you have to binge it in order to get that feeling to go away. Yeah. At least I did. I, I, I had to, like, like I was like, I can't leave this unresolved. i got to get to the next episode. But it wasn't like, 
out of any desire to, uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel you 100%. Like I get, because I felt the exact same fucking way. Um, and I knew you would, and I knew you wouldn't like all exposition and they do a lot of exposition in the second season as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's good news. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you excited to watch it, doesn't it? Oh, hell. <laughs> No, but I, yeah, no, I, I I agree with you, man. Yeah, I'm kind of where Tim was at the start. When I first watched that anime, I felt like it was kind of boring. And I felt like it wasn't going anywhere for a while. Um, And then about the halfway point is when it started to get really good. When things started to fall into place and we got to meet all the other characters. I really disliked the voice acting for a long time. Uh, I got used to it. Um, King screaming. King screaming got to me. <laughs> that was... Uh. It was really all of them. It's, like you said, Miliotis in particular, like his voice just irritated the hell out of me. Oh, yeah. Really? It took a yeah. long time to grow on me. Yeah, like I said, I had to get used to it because, like you said, he looks like a 10-year-old guy, but he also sounds like an, uh, an old guy trying to do... Well, not an old guy. A yeah. mature man trying to do a kid's voice. <laughs> that, that's like what it a, sounded like. He almost, he almost, you're going to hate me for this, but he almost sounds like SpongeBob, doesn't he? Uh, or more like a, a nasally Ed, uh, Ed Elric. <laughs> that was like from, the, like, from the very first time any noise came out of his mouth, that was the thought I had. Nasally Ed Elric. Aww. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, like, like Tim said, a lot of the... the the moments when he's being, you know, a big perv and stuff. Um, it, it was really just like in your face. Yeah. But they also kind of go in and they somewhat explain why he, he, he's doing that. Um, and it, it's essentially to pretty much hide himself from the world. Um, By drawing he, attention? Okay. No, well, drawing attention in a way of he's a person nobody can possibly imagine that this super evil dude is going to be like that, you know? And the fact that he looks like a kid, um, every, everything he does is to pretty much brush attention away from him so people don't know who he really is um, and drives people away. That's why he's literally, like, the only one running, you know, his bar and his area. Like, and I then... Stick in one place too long. Yeah, it's because he's driving everybody away if people see that he's just this big person, they're not going to come back. So that's what he wants. That's why he travels so much. Um, but yeah, like I, I enjoyed it. Uh, some of the art style kind of got irritated. To me, it, it feels like I'm watching an anime with Cabbage Patch Kids a lot. Oh my god, yeah. Like, everybody's <laughs> face is round, except for Bond. Like, every, except for Bond, everybody's face is round. I can't... I couldn't, put my finger on it until I started watching the second season. I was like, why is everybody's face round? <laughs> um, yeah, it was... But, but yeah, I, I enjoy it. I won't say it's the greatest anime of all time. No. Um, it, it's, it's just fun to watch. Like, I like the combat. Um, I, did, I do like the story, especially coming into season two now, where mm-hmm. it's kind of like non-stop action. Like, I'm 12 episodes into the second season, and it's just been constant fight and fight and fight, and it's been really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, like, it, it's fun to see, especially, like, when everybody plays a role 
everybody had a role to play in the final battle. Um, and we saw everybody's great ability. Like, yeah, Miliotis essentially is the most powerful because he kind of has this power to transform, which we don't know about. We don't know what causes it or anything up until we get to season two um, where they explain it more. Yeah, we see it just a little bit, like like, and um, at towards the end of the first season, a, a giant horn offers Bon the opportunity to bring Elaine back, and Bon kind of has to choose between killing Meliodas or bringing his love back. And while Bon attacks Meliodas, knocks his arm clean off. Well, Meliodas, we see this like black and purple mist like kind of bleed out and grab his arm and pull it back and reattach and everybody we're like what whoa, whoa, whoa what the fuck is going on like he, yeah. he just basically healed himself so yeah we there there's a lot of mystery like what the fuck is going on all the time why is this happening what is going on who is this <laughs> it's just constant it's fucking constant and it gets frustrating halfway through this each season it just gets fucking frustrating and it just forces you to push on, otherwise you'll go nuts. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think it's a good thing, personally, because it makes me want to watch more, and I, and I liked it enough that it makes me want to watch. Like, for me, it's a solid end. Like, it, it's, it's, it's fun. I like the characters. Um, I, I do like the art, even though it's a little round. Even, like, I... <laughs> You say it now, and now I, I can't help but think of Deanne's round <laughs> face. And I'm just fucking giggling. Now, and just, <laughs> I, it doesn't bother me that much. I kind of like that. I kind of like the unique art. Even the 3D in it wasn't really noticeable. Like um, when uh, when Mama Pig is like kind of doing her thing, the 3D didn't bother me. So overall, the, even though the art style was more like chibi like that, um, the action sequences made up for it. And, and they kind of had their own charm about them so that it, that it didn't feel like you were just watching more Dragon Ball. One Piece or more fairy tale or something. You know, it was it was unique enough in its own way. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I do. I, I really feel your pain, Tim. And don't 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 be ashamed to tell me that. And then you feel like <laughs> I'm going to harp on you for anything for it. Because man, I I agree with you 100, percent dude. That was just it, it's almost unbearable. And I don't know why after after Attack on Titan doing what it did <laughs> to us for that long. I, it's just, uh, it's, I don't know. I'm more sensitive to it now. It's just irritating. <laughs> it is. It's really fucking irritating. But I, I would, I me mean, personally, I would say don't let that really in, ruin it for you because I think it's something that, I, I think it's a shonen that anybody who's a fan of would like to get into. Um, and it's enjoyable, in my opinion. At least. Watch the first episode and then start at like episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> it helps yeah, a lot. Uh, uh, I, I should say that uh, the manga is over uh, for Seven Deadly Sins, and as far as I know, season two is going to be the last season. So really, I yeah, I don't think they're doing it anymore. Yeah, he just abruptly decided to end. Oh, yeah, they're they're not doing it anymore. They did announce that they're ending it with this final arc that they were doing. I'm just not sure if it's the one that's going on now in the anime or if there's going to be one more season. I wonder if he bored himself. Wow. <laughs> All right. Scores then. Uh, you heard from me, solid eight. Tim? 
I would give it a hopeful six, honestly. All right. Um, I will go uh, in between. I'm seven on this one. Mm, At least the first that's season. Where I want you. Oh, yeah, oh God. Middle sandwich. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, should we do an anime next week, or should we do season two then? I'd say um, do, do season two. Ooh, yes. Let's do it. Sorry, Tim. You're going to have to bang it out. <laughs> it, get, it gets a lot better, Tim. It does. I, okay, like I said, I, watch I, the I, do, I do feel season two is, well, season three technically, I guess, is, is much more improved. Yes. There's a lot more awesome fighting and less pervy shit. For about two episodes, there's a lot of pervy but not, not too <laughs> I, I really am enjoy. I enjoyed the second season, so I'm definitely excited to talk about it next week. Alrighty then, let's uh, get to the shoutouts. Tim, shoutouts. A shout out to you guys, of course, as always. Uh, ben for being sexy. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like he's about to die. <laughs> uh. Still hot though, so. He's probably uh, leveled like nine times in Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I actually have leveled up once. Fonzie? Right, is, that it? Is, is that it? Oh, Fonzie. Shout out to Fonzie. Love you. Hashtag Evie all the way. Um, yes. Yeah. Listeners, of course, you're great. You're the best. Thank you for tolerating us. All righty, Benji. Um, shout out to everyone that's listening. Um, thank you for listening. Woo. Woo. And I forgot, where can they reach you, Tim? Um, Gary's Basement. Yes, chained up like he should be. Mm-hmm. Yep, I guess. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, Gary, Gary's about to get right in the middle again. Um, okay, I'm good then. And then uh, anywhere on social media under Timberelli. That's where you can find me. Oh, that and Ben, where can they re- reach you? Uh, MGR underscore Chili. Snap, crackle, and pop, Chris. Uh, you can reach me tw- uh, Twitter at Evangel. The Twitter. I would like yeah. to on the Twitter. I would like to thank my wonderful friends here, uh, Gary, for being an excellent host, Tim for providing the contrary to my opinion, which we need this because I need, I need you to keep me in perspective and I love you for it um, Ben for surviving through my blundering and all the listeners for surviving through any blundering I may have done tonight <laughs> may, I, or may, I too, may have most likely because I too am <laughs> suffering from whatever I got in Vegas um, unfortunately one thing that happened there did not stay there it came back with me and Ben and <laughs> <laughs> eh, hashtag <laughs> pound sign uh yeah <laughs> Fonzie I love you and miss you Klaus I love you and miss you too I can't wait to talk to you guys again the clap wow you, you too Neil don't think I forgot about you big sexy Neil kisses you can reach me at gagauj that's j-g-a-u-s-h on twitter and on instagram if you want to follow my weird pictures Dude, they're um, great. They're great. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to you guys. Shout out to Ben for letting me host. I hope you feel better. 
Yay. Um, Chris, I hope your disease doesn't spread to me. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to inject it right into you. Oh my yeah. God. I'm already feeling it in my bum area. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Fonzie, as always, I know for some reason you hate me and you want to attack me and you want to beat the shit out of me in Smash Brothers. With um, Bayonetta, because Dom. Because Bayonetta, the worst mm. character ever. Oh, dude, best uh, ever. ever. Okay, whatever. You obviously haven't ever. played with Little Mac yet. Uh, shut up. That's There's right. no way that Little Mac could be better than Captain Falcon, and Bayonetta is automatically better than Captain Falcon, so eat my butt. Oh my god. <laughs> and and I'm all for Let's Go Evelyn. Uh, she's the best. Evelyn? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's a middle-aged white woman who is trying to talk to customer service. No, it's a it's a kitty. It's a kitty that our buddy Ed has. Yeah, excuse her, her me. Name. I want to talk to your Pokemon manager. So, no. <laughs> no, so, so my friend Ed's cat is named Evie, but we sometimes call her Princess Evelyn because she just owns the place. <laughs> so yes, let's go, Evelyn. <laughs> Shout out to that Pokemon. Um. Fonzie, uh, please don't hate me. I'm still kind of confused as to why. I mean, it was only a 45-minute thing, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. Hope to see you or to hear you soon. Get back on this. Jump on the horse, man. Waggle your tail. What? Tim, eat your pee-pee. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's it. We're done before this gets way too out of control. Wow, I didn't even get a shout-out or whatever. You did? I... I asked you to do shout-outs. You only shouted out to yourself. No, you didn't shout-out to me, though, bitch. I said to you guys, pay attention. Gary <laughs> 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 hates me. And that's the end of the podcast. Hey, Paul, that's the As end. we know it. We hope to see you, to hear you, or for you to listen to us we'll next see. week. See, my, my hosting skills just went downhill after this podcast. Hashtag. Until next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.